Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Happy motherfucking Friday! And we're off. Hello, everyone. Hey, now. Welcome to After 9. Dave Blizzard joins us in studio today. Hello. Where have you been? What? We haven't talked to you in like a month and a half. <laughs> well, you guys were on vacation for like three and a half weeks. Yeah, we so weren't here last Friday or the Friday before that, Scott. You approved it, so. <laughs> I know, but you can't turn around and blame me and be like, where have you where been? Where have you been? <laughs> Approving our vacations? Yeah. Where have you been working during our vacations? Yeah, it's funny. You don't hang out at the office when you're on vacation, so you haven't seen me. True, true. And you are here a lot. Um, one thing we should mention, though, is since the last time you were on After 9, you did a little vacation. And I think it would be swell if you could explain to our loyal audience of After 9 downloaders what happened to you and the new lifestyle choice that oh, you and your wife God. have entered into. Yeah, <laughs> apparently we are... Um <laughs> okay, I'll just, uh, just let me say just, it. Yeah, let me just I'm I'm trying I was trying to figure out how to get into that story, but it's it's really just a flat out I'm just going to explain the scenario and you uh, maybe you guys have some advice on what I should have done in this case. Um Actually, you know what? I don't want your advice on what I should have done. Oh. I'm just going to tell you what I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I felt good about myself and shitty. Yeah. Thanks for that. No, I was thinking about it. I'm like, no, you know what? I don't want their opinion on this. Um, so <laughs> we, traveled, we traveled to Dominican um, at the beginning of December mm-hmm. uh, or end of November, beginning of December. So uh, this is part of the story. I have you know a luggage tag on my bag so I can identify my, my bag at the airport. Mm-hmm. It broke about a month ago or two months ago. And it had a latch on the bottom, so I fixed it. Just need that part of the story. So we get to the airport, we get our bags, we pick everything up, and we go to our shuttle that's going to take us to the bun- to the different resorts. So essentially, like the shuttle can take you to like six different resorts, drop everybody off, and you go, you get off at your resort. Sorry, I was looking for the theme song. Um, I what the I- hell was that? was that SpongeBob? You'll get. We'll get to that in a minute. You'll, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, now I get it. Okay. So I always, always spend the extra money in Cabot when I land in Dominican or something oh, like you that. You don't do the shuttle. Never will I do that shuttle. What if your resort's first stop though? Not even. Really? I'm not waiting for those assholes at the luggage cat carousel to get their bags and then get on the bus. Really? I don't want some prick trying to sell me a red stripe or something like that on the bus. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Hey, sometimes they're only like a buck. It's not that bad. I, I will the- pay the 50 bucks and take a cab to the resort and be the first in the check-in. I love the people that uh, buy beers at the airport. Like, they can't wait to get to the all-inclusive in 20 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. What are you thinking? They're free if you can just wait 20 minutes. Yeah, wait 20 minutes and you you don't have to pay for them. But anyhow, so um, we're on the bus uh, after everything gets, or things are getting loaded onto the bus, I should say. And uh, one of the guys that's waiting kind of behind me, he's like, hey, hey, how's it going? I'm so-and-so. And And I was like, hi. Like, maybe just super friendly Canadian. And he's, I think I had a Blue Jay hat on. So he's he's like, ah. And maybe that's what it was. And he goes, uh, you know, great to meet people. On these kind of trips, right? And I go, sure, yeah. I would like to meet no people on this trip, but I'll agree with you in this case. <laughs> I'll be nice because we're stuck here together standing beside each other. Yeah. So um, so he's, he's like, uh, yeah, and it's it's good to find people with, you know, like interests and stuff like that. And I'm going, this guy can ask me to go to a baseball game with him or something? Like, what's, okay, cool. So you're still thinking because I'm wearing a Blue Jays hat, he's obviously a Blue Jays fan. I'm thinking Canadians. He's like, you know, people with like interests. And I go, vacationing? Yeah, yeah, we definitely have that in common. And I'm sorry, you weren't even at the resort yet, and he's already saying all these things? Yeah, yeah. That's, so, that's very too soon. So he's, anyway. kind of, so he's like, um, you know, what resort are you staying at? And I, and I, and I told him, uh, and, he, and he goes, oh, yeah, we're not at the same resort, but maybe we could still find time to, to get together at some point through the, hol- or through the holiday, whoa, or the week or whatever. Whoa. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, maybe. And like, I, I, again, <laughs> I don't hang out with the people that have the room next to that's me, really- let alone somebody who's yeah. at a different resort altogether. But I have to be careful. And I don't mean to say this with any ego or anything like that, but there are people that recognize me. And I had this happen on vacation a few years ago where I was tipsy and somebody came up and goes, I think I know you. 
And I went, oh, no. And I don't have, <laughs> oh, I don't have no. my, my faculties at that point. And the person did know me and actually lived two streets behind me but knew me from the radio. So I was kind of like, oh, I guess I got to be on my right. half-decent behavior. So uh, anyway... I was thinking maybe the guy, maybe that's where we're connected. He knows, he recognizes me from that, but he never said that. So I was just like, mm, all right, whatever. Super friendly guy introduces me to his wife, asks me my wife's name, all this and that. Just these conversations going on in the bus. And we get to the, we get his resorts first. So, or before hours at least. So they get off. And as they're getting off, he's like, he's like, uh, yeah, which one are you staying at again? And, and I'm like, uh, and I think I might've changed the name. Cause I was like, oh, I don't want this guy to know where I am staying. Uh, Playa something. <laughs> yeah. 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 Playa de Coco beach. Mm-mm. Prince, princess Bahia <laughs> beach Playa. Princess Playa de Coco's. <laughs> That's where I'm staying. <laughs> just, look for the Sandals. One with, yeah, just look for the one with the palm trees. Um, so, and he gets out and, he, and he's like, anyway, he's like, well, uh, I do hope that we end up getting some time together this week. And they're very nice, older than me. Um, very, again, very, very polite, nice people. We get off the bus for our stop. And I'm still thinking like, man, I don't think I'm going to run into this guy. I hope I don't run into this guy. And I, I get out. The guy hands me my, my luggage off of the, the, um, the shuttle. And I look down and I realize that my luggage tag is a pineapple. And remember when I told you that the oh pineapple my broke? God. Remember when I told you that it broke you, the luggage tag? Oh my God. I turned it upside down and relatched it from the bottom. So my so when you look at my luggage, my luggage tag is an you upside down that, pineapple. Yes, it is. You did that shit to yourself. Do you I, have a pineapple luggage tag? Yes. What are you thinking? I, I didn't know. <laughs> Uh, before I bought this luggage tag years and years and years ago, that the <laughs> universal sign and signal for a swinger sure, yes. is an upside down pineapple. Yes. So this guy, I can only assume, wanted to wife swap with me because he saw the luggage yes. tag and thought, this guy's a swinger. 100%. Or he wanted a little piece of you. That's possible. Might too. not even have been your wife. And I hadn't even I hadn't even put on the short shorts yet. So oh, I, wow. I don't know what he liked what he was seeing. Some people have this thing where they go on vacation and then they do these things, right? Whether it's swinging or whatever the fuck you're into. Yeah. That guy wasted no time to start that no. engine. Like, we're on vacation, my hall pass has started. You yeah. wanna fuck? Yeah, like no it chill. wasted no time. No chill. As soon as he got off the plane, he started looking for pineapples. That's yeah. amazing. They have entire swingers resorts. Why don't they just go there, though, if that was the case? Oh, those are fucking Why gross, they- though. I, I have oh. a feeling those are fucking gross. <laughs> well, I, like, I've never sure been to are. one. I think those were that. I think the place they stayed at was an adults only. Okay. Which yeah. they might find people. They might have found people. Oh, there, totally. Well, it sure. doesn't mean it becomes hedonism or anything like that. But I was, I was just like, oh, oh. Now it, you. Got I was it. so confused in the moment when all this was happening, and then that pineapple hit me right in the face oh. when I went oh that has to be what he was talking about I never saw the guy again didn't see him for the whole week didn't see his wife didn't we didn't cross paths with them outside of the resorts or, or, or back even on the shuttle on the way back to the uh, airport didn't see him didn't nothing um, so I went and I, I, I bought I bought a new luggage tag <laughs> but all they had was a dolphin <laughs> So I spent like eighteen dollars US just to not have that happen <laughs> to, to you not again. Have it happen. Oh so wow! I, I bought because I have a black suitcase, and I was like, I need something yeah. to identify it at the airport because it's a pretty standard looking suitcase. That's amazing. So I was like, oh my god! So I, anyway, I did that. Now I have a, a dolphin luggage tag. I hope that doesn't mean I'm into something else. Like I hope like an upside down dolphin doesn't mean like something totally different because I I, I yeah I'm a. I'm now, wow. I'm, I, I have to confess, I am not a member of the swinger community. If you thought that of me, that is very kind. I, I do take that, that is as very a, kind. a compliment. It's why, a compliment. Wait, it's a, is it? Why is it a, is it a compliment? Because uh, he values my body. He wanted, or I mean, wife's. he wanted it. That's true. <laughs> if he did think so, then he wanted you guys. Yeah, he wanted one of us. And I think that that's nice because if he wanted me, well, then, hey, thanks. I, you know, I've lost some weight <laughs> and I'm doing all right. Yeah. And then, and if he wants my wife, then that means I've got great taste. Okay. Now, what would have happened <laughs> if he was at the resort? Or even worse, you're walking around the your resort with your wife and and you run into this fucking guy. Now you know what he's looking for. Do you avoid him? Do you shut it down right away? Or do you say, yeah, let's go have a beer at the bar or oh, something like that? No, I shut it down. I wouldn't want to lead the guy on. Um, 
you know, I think that that would be, don't rude. be a cock that would be rude of me. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a tease <laughs> to the poor guy who's just looking to have some extramarital uh, recreational fun. Um, so if if that if that was the case, I I feel pretty confident that I would have explained uh, explained the the scenario with a bit of fear in my stomach that he goes. What the hell are you talking about? Oh. I, I thought because you were a Blue Jays fan. <laughs> and then you look like an asshole. And then I look like an idiot, right? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, you don't want to sleep with me? And then all of a sudden I'm trying to get this guy on vacation. <laughs> Just because I thought he was into me. <laughs> That's how he made you want him. That's right, Amazing. yeah. That guy is playing like, like Inception levels of hard to get. Wow. <laughs> so anyway, now there's a dolphin. Hopefully there is no hidden meaning to a dolphin luggage tag. Um... It is right side up. Sure. What are you doing with a fucking dolphin luggage tag? It was all they had. It was at the resort. I said I so spent give it like, to your wife and take hers. You don't need a fucking dolphin on your luggage. I guess I could. No, hers is attached. Oh. Like I couldn't remove it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And she has. Yeah. She doesn't even need a luggage tag. She has a big giant pink suitcase. You can't miss it from space. You can see it. <laughs> this thing is enormous. Yeah. So anyway, that was my. Um, that was how my vacation started, and uh, the rest of the week was was great, other than getting sick and and. Everyone got COVID and it was just a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Everybody is sick so right now. So it goes. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, we're going to get to a number of different things in this episode of After Nine. And I think we'll probably start off with The Office. Okay. This is something that came up today on the Scott and Cat radio show. It's a Reddit thread that's been compiled and they call it 10 Unspoken Rules You Should Never Break in the Workplace. This is all generated by people who contributed to the comments. So I'm going to go through them one by one. Let's discuss the pros and cons of these rules. Again, they're not actually written anywhere because I think HR would probably have a problem with it. But these are rules that we should all probably follow. Rule number one. Oh, this is going to be hard because you're the boss. Uh-oh. Rule number one. <laughs> Some of these might be hard to hear, Dave. And this one is particularly applicable to Dave here. If you've been in a long meeting, your boss is wrapping it up and they say, okay, anything else? Shut your mouth. That is not the time to ask questions. That's the time that everybody else wants to get the hell out of that meeting. You shut your mouth. No, there's no questions. No, there's nothing else. Bye. Send an email if you've got to follow up on something. Do you feel that that's the case, that people do that? Are you asking me? In meetings? Yeah. Oh, I defer to Scott on this one. How do you feel? <laughs> No comment. You know what, though? What I will say is that what's key is long meeting. It's a, There's a difference if, like, you're under time. Like, your meeting's supposed to be a half hour, and it's only, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, let's do this, man. Let's let's talk questions. Let's see. I don't mind that at all. I think that this is especially for if the meeting goes way over. Like, if it's supposed to be 30 minutes, it's 45, and then they're like, okay, well, anyone want to chat about what happened to them this week? Like, no, no, no. At this point, we're good, man. We've discussed all the topics that need to be discussed. Even if you're not clear, fake it. Wing it. Do whatever you have to do. No more questions at the end of a long meeting. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I think so. There's always going to be some people that have their hand up, though. The I bigger know. the meeting, right? The more likely that's going to happen. And then sometimes you're like, "Pay attention, Joanna. He already answered that question." We should be able to like shoot something at the coworkers that <laughs> stupid questions in meetings. <laughs> fast, have a ner- fast forward have them. A nerf yeah. gun handy. <laughs> Maybe that would be like proper etiquette for a meeting. You can call somebody out if they ask a stupid question. You should be able to put up your hand and say, no, no, that's stupid. Don't answer that. <laughs> meeting violation, meeting violation, meeting a violation. meeting violation. <laughs> start handing out tickets. Rule number two, do not be too efficient. It makes other people look bad and your boss is just going to ask you to do more anyway if you seem like you're a productive employee. If you're not busy, don't tell anyone you're not busy. Just go with the flow. Dave? Uh, defer to Scott on this one. What do you, what do you think? Okay, but this is legit a thing. And I didn't even know it was a thing until recently. I was talking to a family member who is in an office setting all day, and she was explaining to me, yeah, we all figure out basically who's the lowest of the pro- uh, lowest when it comes to productivity, and we all bring it down to their level as opposed to everybody coming up to the level of the most productive person. Because if one person's super productive, everybody has to come up. If you all keep it at a low level, everybody just sort of coasts. But if you want a promotion, though, that will not work in your favor. Like, what about the people? Those are probably the same people that ask for more money. You know what I mean? Like, I want more money. 
Yeah, but you're not doing as much as you could be doing, right? Am I wrong there? No, you're not wrong. I mean, I don't. We don't work in a setting like that where it's like everyone's on the same level in a way where they do the same amount of work, right? Some offices are like that where you do you have the same thing that you all do. You're all in the same office doing the same job, and I guess that's where that comes into play. But like, if you want to be thought, if you do, maybe you're not even interested in a promotion. But if you want to be thought of for a promotion, wouldn't you not want to do that? What if you're basically as high as you can go? If you're not really oh. getting, I mean, it's not. Yeah, in that not, case, you're fuck not. It. You're never. You never are. You really? might think you are, but you're not. So next in in the chain for Cat and I would be your job. So you're saying that that's attainable? So we should work so hard that we take him out. Right. <laughs> right. I think you might have skipped a few steps. To make that assumption of that it's you and then me. I think there's a few in between. Your job seems way too hard for me. I I would never do your job. There's a few things in between. Uh, A few levels in between you must achieve first. Your patience level is above and beyond. You're you're good at what you do. Put it this way. If I I can make a geeky video game reference, if you're playing Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, you're at about King Hippo. And, and, I, and I'm Mike Tyson. So you got a few guys to beat still. We don't need to worry about it, Scott. He doesn't need to worry about it. We don't need to worry about yeah. it. Number four. Uh, actually, sorry, I skipped three. The third time you walk past somebody in a day does not require a hello. You say hi the first time. Second time, maybe a nod. Third time, you can completely ignore them. Okay, can I just say that does get awkward. If you see someone for the first time, like, hey, how you doing? And maybe you don't see them often, right? It's different when you work with them all, like, all the time. But, he, oh, how is it going? Good. And then you see them again. It's true. It's like, hello again. <laughs> how well, are you? It's a ramp down. Is it hello it's, again? Hey, hello. And then the second one is hi. And then hey. the, the third one's a nod. Mm-hmm. Just a nod? Oh, yeah. Just like Some people on the thread said completely ignore them. But I'm like, that's kind of rude. That isn't feels it? weird. That's that, weird. Yeah, that feels like, weird. just look down. That's when you just look down like, at something, at a paper or <laughs> phone. or <laughs> like, act scared <laughs> when somebody walks by. <laughs> you go the other way. <laughs> 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 You run into an office that you didn't mean to go into? Acting completely frightened by every interaction you have. Yeah. If it's the third one with that person. I don't know what to oh! say. I've said all I need to say to you today. Yeah. It's like cat cat goes to the washroom. I'm coming out of the washroom. We pass each other back the other way. And then, oh, going to go fill up your water bottle. And we pass again. And then at that point, you just hear, uh, uh, in the hallway. You know what? You know what Scott and I sometimes do because we see each other all the time. If we happen to run into each other in the hall, it's just the same thing that we did at the last station. That's it. Because <laughs> we have nothing to say. I just talked to you. Scott and I. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's a regular. Now I'm noticing that I do it. <laughs> we, we just dismiss each other. You walk by and we're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> even if nothing is said. Right, whatever. Like nothing gets said. I don't yeah, believe right. you. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Like, even if nothing was said at all, it's, uh-huh. <laughs> it's just, yeah, okay. Does anyone ever catch you doing that, though? I've done that before. I'm like, man, at a Scott, but then I walk by him, and then someone else is there like, what? And I'm just like, no, not you. I was talking to Scott. And I like, was man You were talking else. to Scott saying, man? Yeah. Like, what, what? what was the point of that? But they just don't understand it. Rule four, never reheat something smelly like fish, especially right before someone else uses the microwave. You'll cross-contaminate their food with your fish stink. Oh. Everybody knows this at this point, right? If you're bringing in a nice salmon filet or something like that, you need to find an alternate means to heat it up or heat it up when no one else is around or sneak into somebody else's office and use their microwave. You don't need to use the the company microwave necessarily, the one that everybody uses, to heat up your salmon. Is that right, Dave? I don't know, Scott. I defer to you. (laughs) You are playing this perfectly. Okay, when we talked about it on the show, though, that was the number one text that came in right away before we even talked about all all the things was don't heat up stinky items, as particularly fish. If you don't want people to use, say, your coffee mug, don't leave it in the kitchen. If you leave it there, it becomes a communal mug. Keep your shit to yourself Mm -hmm. unless you want others to use it or it's okay if others use it. Is that a fair rule? I think that's fair. Yeah. Don't be the... You're okay with that? Can you answer (laughs) that one? Yes? Sure. Sure. I I agree. Nothing definite. Okay, you do agree. All right. Or disagree. Depends how you feel. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) don't be the smelly person at work if your odor is more pungent than most invest in some perfume or cologne although too much perfume or cologne can also make you the smelly person at work so be conscious of the smell you're emitting do you remember the person that we worked with one time that smelled like perfume real bad it was 
sprayed on a lot. It was intoxicating. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot. Like a headache almost instantly. Uh-huh. But you know what, though? I mean, I'd rather that smell than some of the other smells th- that could have come out of someone. I think I would. You, Dave? Uh, Scott, what do you think on this? I'm going to defer to you. <laughs> Yeah, I think, but you know what I wonder about that is what you mentioned there is uh, if if that's you, you know, invest in perfume, blah, blah. Did the stinky people know they're the stinky people? That would be my question, question, right? I don't know if they know. And you have to be careful. You have to be sensitive with that. That's a very sensitive subject that managers do deal with when someone complains like this person really hasn't showered. They smell like BO and it's affecting my work. It's a really hard one to navigate as a manager. No doubt about it. Dave? Yeah, for sure. Scott, what do you think? (laughs) For sure, it's hard to navigate. Scott? Yeah. Um, It's a, I will, I can talk on this one a little bit. um, The considerations you have to take in for for people is that there could be allergies involved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There could be um, some sort of a, a physical thing that's going on with them that they're embarrassed about. Yeah. Uh, there could be, you know, medical reasons. There could be all kinds of different things that we have to take into consideration. You can't just assume, ah, you didn't shower today. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's a, it's something completely different than yeah. that, um, that they can't control. And you have to be careful that you're, that you're not just calling somebody out for something that they can't control. That's yeah. not, you know, it's, not it's true. You it's a hard one to navigate. Like I said, yeah. for sure. So is it cut and dried? Who gets the accommodation? Is it the smelly person or the people who don't want to smell the smelly person? Oh. Like, who do you try and play to here? Who do you try and satisfy? Because not everyone's going to be happy. Well, in so in I love that you brought that up because this is a perfect scenario for me to say, Kat, what do you think? <laughs> Well, like, I don't have to deal with that as a manager, right? Like, that would be the hard thing is that, but I think you do have to address it at a certain point if enough people complain. But I think you have to take a very sensitive approach, probably have multiple people in the room, I would assume, when you chat with that person and say, hey, so we want to make sure everything's okay with you. Um, Just so you know, we've had some complaints regarding odor. Is there anything that we can, I don't know, I don't know how you, not like you want to shower them yourself, but is there anything we can do for you? Because like Dave said, though. Can I give you a bath? Well, there's a lot of other things that play there. I mean, depression is one of yeah. them for some religions, some religions right? Religious reasons. I know a lot of people who deal with that at work where there's different cultures, there's different religions, and there's different people doing different things because of it. You can even say that about the food. And the food as well. That's yeah. another one, right? You, you know. have to be sensitive to those things. It's t- it's tough. Like, it's very easy to dismiss it and just go, ah, whatever. It's a shared yeah. space, but you, you, if you don't have to consider those things, then you probably won't. Yeah. And and that's where, you know, that's where people start to say, oh, we're just accommodating all this. Well, yeah, yeah, it's because there's other people. And yeah. believe it or not, you're not the, the prototype of a human being. And all of your things that you yeah. do are not necessarily the thing that everyone can and has to do. That's right. It's um, It is a very tricky space to navigate. Rule seven, unless you have your own private office, no speakerphone. People should be more mindful of how loud they are in general. The speakerphone thing, it's not just speakerphone. I don't know how many people take calls on speakerphone anymore, but it really applies for meetings. If you're in a Teams meeting or a Zoom meeting or something like that, everybody can hear both sides of the conversation without earbuds in. And I think that is what they're getting to here is mm-hmm. just close the door or put earbuds in, right? Fair? I would think so. Uh, what Dave, do you, you think, have 15 Dave? meetings a day online. Yeah, what do you guys think? <laughs> Dave can shut his door, though. Dave shuts his door usually Yeah, when he's on. So or he's, leaves. He's not guilty of that. Leaves or the leaves. Building. Or leaves. <laughs> but I think that's, you know what, though? I've been in a store and someone's on a meeting. I could tell they're in a meeting and it's on speaker. What do you, get some damn AirPods or something. Uh-huh. I don't need to hear what your team is doing this week. Is that even worse? You see somebody just walking and talking out loud? I think so. By themselves and you don't oh. see the ear, the AirPods? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be worse, actually. They're, they're standing in front of the Triscuits and they're like, yeah. buy low and sell high. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got we to gotta work on that that uh, Synergy Excel document. Yeah. You want a meeting? What? Like, I just want to <laughs> get... What are you talking about? Can I just get the Triscuits, please? <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, don't mess with other people's stuff. Like, if someone's out sick... And you know they have extra napkins or ketchup packets in their desk. Don't touch. That is off limits. You don't take anything unless you're specifically given permission. That's yeah. a fair thing, I think, right? That's a fair thing. Dave, that's a fair thing. Do you guys think it's a fair thing? Yes, I do. <laughs> do you? I think it's a fair thing. I think well, it's fair I'm glad you guys think it's don't a fair thing. Don't touch shit that's not yours without asking permission. Like that's it's we go back to kindergarten with that, don't we? Some of these things are like back to 101 in life. Don't take shit that's not yours. 
Don't schedule meetings first thing Monday or last thing on Friday. It's a great way to make people hate you, Dave. Oh. You never do that. You don't do I'll that, give you, though. Yeah. Dave schedules. So can't you say that that's bullshit when people do it? Come on, just say it. No, because sometimes people's <laughs> schedules. Uh, you know. Unless it's an issue, unless there's something that you need to talk about right away, like Stuff went down over the weekend. We got to talk about this first thing Monday. Those are exceptions to the rule. But generally speaking, you don't be like monthly meeting every Monday at 9 a.m., right? I'll play devil's advocate here for a second. Let's say the average average is 40 hours a week and you work nine to five. That includes Mondays and it includes Fridays. Sure it does. But you think you're going to get the same attention span on a Monday morning anyway? Like from a man- managerial standpoint, are I you going to get the same attention on a Monday morning and a Friday afternoon that you would on a Wednesday at 2 p.m. or a 10 a.m. Tuesday or even a 11 a.m. Monday? That's not my concern. I think you're expected to give it all during your working hours. Yeah. Am I still following along with your devil's advocate? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Well, I will say. You don't slowly ramp into the week and be like, all right, no meetings on a Monday before <laughs> 3 p.m. and nothing after 8 a.m. on a Friday. <laughs> oh, don't have them too early on a, on a Friday, Friday, by the way. Yeah. Mm. You can't have them too early and you can't have them too late any day of the week. You are very good, though, at, at taking into account everybody's schedule because yeah. especially in this industry, people work different hours and it's probably hard to find a time that's good for everybody. But you found the sweet spot, Dave. You're very good at this sort of thing. I don't think I found a sweet spot at all. I'm very uncomfortable in the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Dave wants us to change the subject now immediately. <laughs> Last one. Stop complaining about everything. Constant negativity is no fun. Even if you agree with the negative person's take, stop spreading negativity in the workplace. Yes, that one I'll weigh in on. All right, here we go. Absolutely. Yeah, that kind of goes hand in hand with the text that we got to about not just negativity, but about the gossips. Uh, Someone said, steer clear of the gossips because even if they're gossiping something and telling you, they're gossiping about you. So forget them. Part of the problem, and this is, I mean, I'm not calling anyone out (laughs) at all. Uh, I'm just saying this happens in probably every single office setting. Yeah. There are people that know 3% of the story yet think they know 100% of the solutions. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. what often happens is they create the story in their head as to, well, well, what happened here? How did they get to this decision? How did they find this thing and that thing? And and really the only information they have is that tiny little 3%, but they think it's enough to make a, a full solution. So when I often say you don't know what you don't know, it, it pertains to things like that. Like, And that's okay. You, you don't have to know everything and you shouldn't and you can't. So I would just be mindful of that kind of thing. If you are the per- kind of person who is always trying to figure everything out rather than <laughs> rather than just your job, well, then you're probably one of those kind of people that yeah. is uh, always unhappy because you you kind of set yourself up for disappointment. You know what's amazing is every, everybody knows that person in their workplace or those people in their workplace. If you stop and think about it, who's the negative people? Who are the gossips? Everybody can identify who out. they are. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm going to sneeze. Scott and Cat. <laughs> what? Guilty no. every now time. Now listen to him now. I, no. I like when he deferred, Scott. I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was more fun when you it weren't was- saying yeah, right? <laughs> Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, guy from Chicago. His name is Nico. Is suing for seventy-five million dollars against a bunch of women who posted some not so nice stuff about him on the "Are We Dating the Same Guy" Facebook page. They called him clingy. 
They called him a ghoster. This 32-year-old says his reputation has been trashed after his name and picture got shared in the Chicago edition of that Facebook group. According to the complaint filed this week, it sparked a bunch of defamatory comments about him in the comments. It's a private Facebook group started in New York where women dish about their not-so-great dating experiences. Nico saying the woman who made the post about him is someone that he met at an event. He had a one-night stand, then a few casual dates after that. They were never exclusive. He's claiming she went on that Facebook group later and started spreading lies about him, like how super clingy he got, flashing off his money, and kept blabbering about not wanting to see his bad side, especially during business calls. Well, this post has set off a whole bunch of other women who claim they had similar encounters with Nico here. Now Nico says his reputation has been permanently damaged and publicly because it's all over social media. He wants $75 million. <laughs> oh, my God. That's an outrageous amount of money. Like, I don't know where he came up with that amount of money. Did he say where he lost money? Because I, I don't understand how that would ever happen. Uh, it, it's not a matter of loss. I think it's it's twofold. It's uh, he wants compensation for his damaged reputation. And I also think that this is meant to be a deterrent. So let's say there's 75 different defendants here because he's not just suing the woman who posted. He's suing the women who jumped in on the comments and made mm-hmm. defamatory comments about him. Yeah. So maybe it's say a million dollars each, which is not unrealistic. There's two dozen women that he's suing. So, I mean, that's a little more than a million apiece, even at that. Uh, but these groups, we've talked about them on the podcast before, I believe. Just so you guys know, these groups are everywhere. Every city or at least like municipality area has these. And I know friends who are on these groups. Now they're there for the drama in the comment section. The drama is pretty crazy. But I will say I also know someone who caught someone doing shit from that group. Okay, but isn't the point of the group, you you post the picture. I I think it's shitty. I I don't know why we do these groups, but they're there. They exist. That's not going to change because I don't like it. But let's say, for example... You post on there, hey, here's a picture of a guy I went on a date with. I got a couple of weird vibes off of him. Just want to make sure he's not dating anyone else. If that was the extent of it, fine. But as it turns out, sometimes it gets a little vicious and they start attacking people. In, in this case, Nico here had dated a whole, basically every woman in Chicago by the looks of it. Yeah, it's one of those, yeah. However, uh, is that fair, though, that everybody piles on and starts talking about what an asshole he is? Yeah, I, I don't know that it is. And when they make comments like he's clingy, he's a ghoster. People that made those comments made those comments to destroy his reputation as I'm going to assume a fairly good catch if he's had this many partners. Yeah. And I think some of the, I mean, it's taken too far in some cases. And this is one of those cases where perhaps it has. I know if you're managing the group. Because it's run by different people in every city. If you're managing the group, your job is to probably stop. If someone starts to say a little bit too much about that person. Yeah, hey, that's that's Josh. And Josh also works at the Applebee's on, you know, Main Street. Give him shit when you see him. Don't tip him because he's a piece of shit and he's fucking everybody there. When you go into that much personal detail, that's where, I mean, it is a problem. I think it is a problem because that's a privacy issue as well. So I do understand where he's coming from because some people do take it to the next level. It's one thing to be like, I know something, DM me. Then take that post down because you've already reached out to a person who knows someone who knows that person. But I think it's fair to delete after that. I personally, I'm most excited that there's an Applebee's opening on Main Street. Yeah, that's exciting. Don't, don't avoid that. Josh yeah. though. Did, yeah, avoid Josh. He's I a will. little slut. Unlimited marks on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Awfully big cold sore, Josh. What are you doing? <laughs> Serving me my food with that. Yeah. Get out of here. I can't stop staring at it, sir. Is it fair game? To, to do this sort of thing, or is this just something that's just a little too shady? Uh, in this case, it sounds like a misunderstanding. It, maybe this woman thought this was going to be a lifelong relationship. He always considered it a one-nighter, and that's why it never went anywhere other than a couple of meetups here and there. Uh, and, and now she's shitting all over him, making him out to be a bad guy. Maybe he is a bad guy, but either way, he's got a whole bunch of people trashing him right now, and he says, this isn't right. This isn't fair. I went on a date with that person, not with all of you. I did see all the screenshots from the comments, though, and it's not just one person who's upset. There's people who are saying that like he basically stalked the living shit out of them until finally they he they slept with him, and then he ghosted them. And this happened on multiple occasions. So he doesn't like that his reputation's tarnished. 
uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't think he's going to get $75 million, but I am curious to see where it goes because it's the groups that I'm interested to see what happens with them. Like, where the what are the rules going to be set at? Because right now there's no rules. It's like a free game. It's a private group, though. They're all, I believe, privately run, so you have to ask to join them. So, but really, who cares? Anyone could be joining. Anybody them. They're going to approve you, no matter who you are, sure. unless you're a dude. Probably, that's the honesty. I don't know if they're going to they're going to approve any guys. It'll set an interesting precedent, I think, if he actually does win, because this would be one of the first examples I can think of where people are actually being sued for their comments on social media. And we don't see that very often. Even that might be a slippery slope, or maybe that's the problem with the internet, is not enough people are getting sued for what they post online. It's a wild, wild west, and you get to say and do whatever you want without recourse, or at least you think that. Right. It's one side of the story, too, by the way. That's the only other thing I'd say, is we don't know Nico's side. We just know, apparently, quite a few women that he had a one-night stand (laughs) with. And this is not a matter of questioning whether whether this is true or not. At all. Let's probably make that very clear. This is not us saying, well, let's be fair to this guy here. No. Uh, It sounds like there's some terrible stories, but we're also, we're very quick to be the judge, jury, and executioner when it comes to social media. And like I said before, we usually don't know the full story. So with 3% of the information, can you really make 100% of the conclusions? Thank you. I don't think you can, personally. Like I said, I don't like this whole thing, and I think that we would all have a very different perception of these sites if it were in the reverse. If it were guys basically shit-talking women that they've gone out with and calling them every name under the sun and saying, hey, this is where she works and stuff. Doxing is the other part of the lawsuit because I guess some people have identified where he works and That's the whole the nine thing. yards. That's where it gets like, you get you got to be careful with that stuff. If you know something, fine, but tell the person you're going to DM them or something. But you you're essentially, you're taking the law into your own hands. At that point, like I, laws, this is what I'm using. It's, I know it's not the law, but that's the, you know, when you're starting to go after people at work, you're starting to go after people um, and their family members and things like that. Like it's getting into a slippery area here. It, it's just, just, I think it's got to navigate that very, very carefully. And also maybe, maybe just in general, don't be a piece of shit. Don't be a piece of shit. Yeah, Rule I mean, one. that's the thing, too. Uh, and it's $75 million, though, like, who are you? Do you? Is it Jeff Bezos that got his reputation? Come on, get out of here. Like, just no, I don't know why he went so high with that thing. But yeah, being not being a piece of shit is, is, a, is a good all-around message for everybody. Because some people are saying that, by the way. They don't have any, they don't feel bad for him at all. Play those bitch games, get those bitch prizes, is what they're saying. You knew these kind of Facebook groups are out there, so don't be a cheating little scum, is what some of the comments are saying. Oh, Can I call somebody a piece of shit? Ben Taylor is an NBA referee who now cost Darko Ryakovic, right? That's how I say it. Um, $25,000 Darko got fined for the comments he made after the game the other day. In case you missed it, it was earlier this week in the pod, but here's a little recap. Outrageous. What happened tonight? This is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws in, in the fourth quarter. Like, how to play the game. I, all, I understand uh, respect for all stars and all of that, but we have star players on our team as well. How's possible is Scotty Barnes, who is all-star caliber player in this league. He goes every single time to the rim with force, trying to get, get uh, to, to the rim without flopping and, and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two uh, free throws for a whole game. How is that possible? How are you going to explain that, that to me? They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. And this is not happening first time for us. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what's happening over here during the whole season, I've been holding it back. It's a complete crap. Well. Whoa, yeah, I love it. That cost, I love it. To get it off his chest, that cost him $25,000. I wonder if after the news conference he realized, oh, shit, I'm going to get fined a decent amount of money for that. I hope no. he didn't. Or, or I hope if, he didn't. Or if he cares. And, and does MLSE pick up the fine or does he personally have to pay? Does it come off his check? That's a good question. I wonder if it does. But I think in this case, and I don't want to speak for them because I don't know how they dealt with it internally. But it, this sounds like the kind of thing that Masai, Ujiri, and Bobby Webster, and the whole Raptors management team would probably walk in and go, we're picking this one up. 
Probably. Because you were 100% right. It needed to be said. Yeah. It hey. was bad. It was bad. Like glaringly bad refereeing. Ben Taylor is the other, or is the same referee you might recall from last year. Fred Van Vliet went off about his officiating mm-hmm. and Van Vliet got fined $30,000. Yeah. Now $55,000, the Raptors have been fined because this guy is blatantly calling against the Raptors. Yeah, I don't know what that was, but there was a, there was a stat. Um, that was shown during the fourth quarter, and it was uh, showing the free throws in the fourth quarter. It was like 21 of 23 for the Lakers and one of two for the Raptors or something like that. They, they, were, out, they were outlined at 23 to two, and it, that changed the game, completely changed the game. They lost it by one point. Yeah. One free throw. Could have uh, forced overtime or won it for the Raptors. And there was some weak-ass fouls in there. Weak, weak, weak calls. Like, Mm -hmm. bad calls. There was a couple that could have gone either way, and fine. You're going to get penalties. You're going to get fouls in a game. That happens. But, oh, it was just like, what the hell did you you just call? Like, what did you see? What what is happening? And the all-star preferential treatment is a thing that does exist in the NBA. It does exist in other leagues, too, where the superstars get favorable calls. Mm -hmm. However... A guy like LeBron, who I think is is definitely up in the one-two conversation of greatest of all time, mm-hmm. um, he cries for calls, and it's the one part of his game that I have always hated. I've always hated that. I'm like, you are the most gifted basketball player on the planet, and you have to beg for calls. You are the best. Why are you doing this? And it always drove me nuts, and it made it made me truly always knock him down the 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 ladder when it comes to who's the best of all time who's the goat so for me it's still michael jordan and lebron's number two very good okay one more thing we're going to discuss on this episode because we're already at time it's uh a bit of a viral rant now it's definitely circulating across tiktok it's from a mom whose daughter she claims is being bullied let her explain the story to you This is the cup that we got our daughter for Christmas. This is not a Stanley. This is a 998 Walmart cup that she said she thought was cute. She is nine years old. On the second day back to school after Christmas break, she comes home. She's just upset. Girls in her grade, she said nine, 10 of them all got Stanleys for Christmas. And they made sure to let her know that this is not a real Stanley, that this is fake and it's not as cool. She asks if she can have a real Stanley. Do I think that a nine-year-old needs a Stanley? No. Do I have one? Yes, I have one. That being said, before you come at me, if you're a mom, if you're a parent, and you can do something to keep your child from getting made fun of, to help fit in, you're gonna do it. So we went and bought her a 30-ounce Stanley. Can we afford to buy her a Stanley? Yes. Did I think that she needed one? No. Apparently I've been proven wrong by the children in our school that are making fun of her for not having a real name brand Stanley. That's just the first part. Did I hear did I hear half of that clip? Yes. (laughs) She's very good at interviewing herself. Yes, she is. Yeah. Um hey. Nine-year-old getting teased at school because the nine-year-old picked out the mug at Walmart that she liked. It's cute. It's got like a little pattern on it. Mm -hmm. It's nice. But it's not a Stanley, God forbid. And some of the other girls at school got Stanleys and they laid into her. Ironically, by the way, the new Mean Girls is out this weekend. (laughs) It's so outrageous to me that like it's a cup. And I know we all had our things. Like growing up, it was all something or maybe there were multiple things. For me, it was like if it wasn't Nike and Adidas going to elementary school in the 90s, right? If it wasn't Nike or Adidas, if it wasn't real, you got made fun of. If it wasn't FUBU, yeah, FUBU, remember that? You got made fun of. If it wasn't Tommy Hilfiger, you got made fun of. So everybody, I feel like, has their things from when they were young. But for me, a cup's a weird one. Like, again, they all have their thing. It's fine. Shout out to Stanley, who who managed to, like, pivot their shit. This is a 110-year-old-plus-year-old company. This is a company that's been around for over a century Put out these tumblers multicolored. Nobody bought them until they just, until they got handed to influencers who blew it up to the point where kids want these fucking cups. Are they even drinking that much all day? What are they doing with these cups all day? I don't know. I, I don't. But anyway, shout out to they made themselves. They turned themselves from a seventy five million dollar company to a seven hundred fifty million dollar company in the last year alone. So anyway, that aside, am I impressed? Am I me being impressed with that aside? We all had our things growing up. This is just that, that for kids. But I think it's on the parents to make sure that we're aware if we give our kids something that because there's the haves and the have nots. 
Don't make it that way. Try your best to steer them out of that. Even if they like that Stanley Cup, which is weird to say, then it doesn't mean that they have to make fun of anyone for not having it. You know, I showed up one day to school with a Timmy Hallfiger shirt. And uh, <laughs> I, I Did they teased, get make fun of you? I was teased relentless for yeah. it. Yeah. I, to be honest, I, very much like Kat, I, I didn't have the Nike shoes and I didn't have Adidas shoes. I had tracks mm-hmm. uh, and I got relentlessly bullied for it. Yeah. I re- like bad. Yeah. Like it was. I was wearing you know. New Balances when New Balances were not cool. Yeah. Right. You were like, but it's good for my posture because <laughs> he's running around being chased <laughs> down the hall. My dad likes them. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, they I, have orthopedic soles. So I went as far as to, my mom, um, great sewer, crafter, that kind of thing, and found a Tommy Hilfiger ribbon. And she made me a Tommy Hilfiger handkerchief and put Tommy Hilfiger on things because we couldn't afford to buy Tommy everything. So it was to the point where I would just lie that it was Tommy Hilfiger and I'd wear it and people would say, where'd you get it? And I'm like, I don't know, the States, like you can't buy it here. You know, like bullshitting my way through. I bought it in Soho. Because I wanted to, because that's how it is though. And, that, and it starts so young. Like she's saying her kids, what, nine, 10? Nine. Like that's a young time to start. I remember that when I was closer to like 12, 13 being a big deal and getting bullied for things. But I, I really sincerely hope that that parents can have a conversation with their kids who do have the Stanleys, the haves, if you will, and say, listen, just just because you have it doesn't mean you're any better than anyone else. It's a fucking water bottle. Anyway. Are they that much better than a Yeti? Like, I've got a Yeti, well, and Yeti was revolutionary when Yetis first started to get popular. I didn't think we could get any better. It's so, a Yeti from, it's the Yeti of now. Like, honestly, that's all it is. It's all the same shit. What is, so what is the selling feature of these other than they're just popular. Well, like, is it they keep your drinks yes. cold and hot and yes. all that? The cold stuff stays cold for a long time. It's a great quality product. There's zero wrong with the product. Again, it's been around for over a century. Like, try to think about that for a second. These products have been around for over a century. But now, all of a sudden, it's hot because they came out with different colors and they're targeting women. And when you target women, you're targeting the kids of those women, particularly girls. And that's where they became smart was, let's put out, because it used to be all like black, gray, like take this to the construction site kind of shit. Then they pivoted because they thought they, they started putting out these tumblers of different colors. Like I said, nobody was buying it, but someone was smart in the marketing department and said, let's just sell it. Let's just give it to influencers then. And next thing you know, they can't even keep stock of this shit. There's grannies punching people out in the fucking Target stores over in the States over these stupid cups that are like $50. Again, quality's there. Fine. But I mean, it's a, again, it's a cup. I just, you asked about the Yeti. You're right. For me growing up, it was Nalgene. You had to have a Nalgene bottle. That was the cool bottle. Like, there's always something. But Stanley, this is like next level. I've never seen people punching people out over a water bottle. I bought my daughter a, a stupidly expensive water bottle. It was like $60. But and was it a Stanley? Because she might have to take it back. No, it was the it was like the two-month phase where she was, um, what is it, a Visco girl? Uh, what is that It was now? like a whole like save the turtles and all this kind of uh, thing. Like it was. Okay. But, but it was like an actual thing. Like it, right. it, didn't, it did not last long. But she had to have this particular one kind of, yeah. of water bottle. Um, I'm I'm a dad who likes to make her happy. I would, I would do the same thing. I would do the same thing. I don't even, I'm not even hating on the parents to get the kids, the things that they want to get them and even paying the stupid prices, but make sure that comes along and hand in hand with a conversation about it. Maybe that'll help. And maybe it won't. Maybe that bullying is just so bad in schools that even the parents saying don't bully someone over not having a Stanley won't help. I don't know. Well, this is part two of her speech. And this is the ask that that mom has for all of us. And, and I think that everybody should stop and give this a listen, particularly if you're a parent. Turn it up. This doesn't start with the kids. This starts with parents, with moms. What are we teaching our kids? You better believe that if our nine-year-old daughter came home and somehow we found out that she made fun of another girl at school for not having something name brand, whether it's a Stanley, Lululemon, Uggs, I don't care what it is. We would be calling the family. We would be making her write a note to apologize. We would make her apologize in person because that's not what we do in this household. And that's what we need to be teaching our kids. If my daughter asks for something to help fit in, it's something that she really wants and I can do that for her, I'm going to. But we have got to teach our kids to not make other kids feel inferior for not having the things that they have. Great message. Part of the problem here, though, is there's a lot of parents who either don't know or refuse to accept that their kid is a little shit. If your kid is the bully, how would you know? Unless they come home and tell you, hey, I guess I, I was teasing somebody pretty bad because they right. don't have a Stanley mug today. Rock this kid in the ribs for drinking out of some basic. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, I, I don't think a lot of parents have their eyes wide open or have enough communication with their kid's school to realize your kid's the fucking problem. Maybe. 
You know what's interesting, too? Scroll through TikTok and just put Stan Lee in there, and you'll see how many TikToks pop up. Because parents can be the problem. It's so true. They'll t- it's the parents sending a TikTok video to all their followers about their kid opening their Stanley Cup mm. on Christmas morning. And I'm the best parent ever because I did this. I get all those Again, all those things. And I can't hate the brand. It's not even the brand's fault. I, I commend them for their marketing strategies changing. And they're still low on it, inventory compared to what the demand is. And that's great for them. But just, I, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a lot of toxicity there with the parents. I, I do agree with her. Uh, you can replace mug with just about anything. Clothing, uh, yeah. experiences, this, that, and the Someone other Someone mentioned Tamagotchis and wheelies today, and we talked about this on the show. I remember that, too. If you didn't have, like, a legit Tamagotchi, you know, you had, like, the other shitty version. Like, you weren't cool. If you didn't have the wheelies sneakers, you weren't cool. Like, I remember all those things. If your British true. nights didn't light up, you were a punk. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is, too. Like, you know? You don't know what BKs are? No. Oh, fuck. Sometimes I forget how young she is. BK Athletic Footwear. I don't know what that is, but you know what? Everybody has their things, right? Sure. Absolutely. You're right. Uh, lesson to be learned here. Time to have a chat with your kids or just keep a closer eye on your kids. Or yeah. when you do get your kids one of those so-called status symbols, like a Stanley mug, do you put the fear of God in them that, hey, yeah, you got a Stanley mug. It's popular. Everybody wants these. If I find out you're teasing anybody who doesn't have one or being a little Turf. asshole about Turf, it, yep. little jerk, then Take it's it gone and, yeah. and there's going to be serious consequences. Punishment. Would you go as far as to make uh, make your kid give their Stanley to the other kid that they were bullying? Ooh, maybe that is a good punishment for bullies. Maybe. Spread that illness a little more. Give it, give, let them have a sip anytime <laughs> well, think, they want. I think you wash it first. <laughs> yeah, let's hope. <laughs> and on that, who do we owe an apology to? Uh, we have to give an apology to the man on my uh, shuttle for not swinging on vacation with him. He was a nice man. So sorry to everyone who has walked past Cat in the office more than twice and got murdered. <laughs> Deep regards for telling Scott and Cat that they are at King Hippo level. Um, <laughs> how regretful are we to everyone that has ever been cheated on or is cheating on someone? We just got to cover the bases there. Uh, we are most sorry to anyone who doesn't have a Stanley Cup especially the Toronto Maple Leafs, sorry, oh, had to. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, so sorry to Mike Tyson, not for any reason in particular, but just because it's a good idea. I can't hear you. Oh, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Absorbent and yellow and porous is he? Coulda, woulda, shoulda, Dave. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. You missed your shot. (laughs) Would have been a hell of a story, wouldn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. After 24 seasons as head coach, Bill Belichick is leaving the New England Patriots. Even though Belichick is in his 70s, the job offers are already rolling in. Today, ABC asked him to be the next grizzled bachelor. (laughs) 50 Cent has revealed he's practicing absence in 2024. Now... Abstinence is actually something you don't really have to practice. You can pretty much nail it on the first try. The technology company Augmental unveiled a new device this week called Mouthpad, which allows users to scroll through their smartphones by using their tongue. Finally, a way to get all the germs on my phone directly into my body.